Welcome to WIF. Would you please help? I'm Hunter Hamrick. I'm Rachel Voigt. Relatable topics from relatable people. What are we even going to talk about? Everything. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> hey, Hunter. Hello, Rachel. How's it going, boo boo? Modest. Oh, your laundry's done. <laughs> I'm I'm tired and I'm hungry and I need to take a bath. So good, pretty good. <laughs> ha 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 ha. What are you doing? I'm reading a question, an icebreaker <laughs> question to ask you. Rachel's been in a let's let's start off our our episodes with prompts kind of mood, and I mean I'm digging it. She's she's pretty cute. I'll let her do what she wants. <laughs> Which you, her eyebrows are super raised right now, in case you're wondering. Um, she looks great in a beautiful brown um, shirt and some <laughs> short. <laughs> what if I did this to you? Okay. <laughs> this would not be a great podcast, but it would be great if this was a video. Um, for the next five minutes, you have to respond to every question with only a bark. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I would not enjoy that, or I'd feel bad for our listeners. <laughs> um, we've actually, this is the second time we're recording this topic. We recorded it one night, and we were like, uh, I think that it didn't turn out the way we wanted it. Maybe we should, you know, come back to it, because we felt like we we didn't cover the topic the way we wanted to, and then we ended up talking off, off mic for like two hours about it, and I think now we're we're ready to dive deeper into it. <laughs> but I found a question. Okay, before we talk about it, talk if about you had to swap your legs with the legs of any other animal. Which animal would you do? Ooh, any other animal, definitely a fast one. So like a cheetah. I'm about like, to say, I would just be a giraffe. Like ooh. I already love being a giraffe's my favorite animal. So yeah, 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 yeah. Fun fact about us. Uh, yeah, I think I definitely want like. A fast, a fast animal. I'd want to. I'd want to run real fast. <laughs> but you'd only get two legs, not four legs. Yeah, but I'd still be really fast. True. I'd just be extra tall. I'd right. be even taller than I am now, so it makes sense. It would make life hard though, because you couldn't get on planes that way. Rage is like, who cares about planes when you're a giraffe? <laughs> I like flying those cargo planes. <laughs> You know, a lot more bumpy and probably less safe, but <laughs> that just reminds me of like of the Kevin Hart stand up when he's talking about if I want to buy a giraffe, I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna buy me a giraffe. And he's like, found out you can't do that. You can't you can't just go buy a giraffe. <laughs> it's like I tried. So yeah, you have to have them if you have a giraffe or an animal like that, you have to have like the proper have you area for them. Have you ever Googled the list of exotic animals allowed in Texas and ones that are not? I think it would surprise you. There are some crazy animals we are legally allowed to own in this state oh with a permit. Make me Google. <laughs> it's it's weird. I'm like, what? Um, but that's that's super funny. Giraffe and a cheetah. So I'd be chasing. I'd be chasing Rachel. Well, you wouldn't have to get like cheetah tattoo on you. You would already have it. Oh, uh, that's fair. I don't know. I might want to be like a panther then. Oh. I think having like silky smooth shimmery legs would be pretty. Oh, that duck foot. Um, but today we are talking about anger 
Um, something that Rachel and I are on two opposite ends of, and I know that we get along so well and I love and adore Rachel so much. Um, and we've, we've never like gotten in a fight, knock on wood, we've gotten into disagreements and we definitely have differences of opinions on things. Um, and this topic is one of them. So well, let's start first just with what is anger. It's a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. Wow. So I was actually thinking about how we want to do this podcast. Yeah. Um, and just kind of talking about like anger, how we've seen anger in our lives, how we respond to anger. And if we get angry ourselves should be, I think, kind of the topic to go around because like I've dealt with anger personally. It's something I've had to work on in my life. Um, I used to get so angry um, that I would snap and I would just say mean things out of the blue and I would literally black out. I had no memory or recollection of saying things or being um, angered in situations. So for me, as someone who's dealt with anger and had to go through a lot of counseling and just like self-healing and uh, self-control to realize like, there is another side of anger, but it's just like bitterness. It's like bitterness and anger, especially bitterness. It's, um, it's like drinking a vial of poison and expecting the other person to die. Yeah. And when you harbor those emotions and those feelings in your life, it, it has a spiraling effect. And through anger, I lost friendships. I lost relationships that I probably should have never been in, in the first place with people. But, like, also, I should have never been so angry that I would just snap at random people. Yeah. It got to the point in college where I would literally snap at people that, like, if you just angered me or said a tone that I liked, didn't like, I would go off on you. Yeah. And it got, it just got so bad I couldn't control it anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I had to start going to counseling to figure out, okay, why am I so angry? I'm only 19 years old. Yeah. Why am I so mad? Yeah. And it was because I was taught that behavior. I was taught how to be angry. I was taught. Yeah. Like, oh, if you manipulate enough and if you cut someone down, then then they'll do what you want, which is true. But you don't ever want to be that person that's the one doing all the bullying. Yeah. And so I've been angry and then I've had people that have been angry in my life and yeah. go off like that. And yeah. so through that experience, I don't ever want to have to deal with anger unless it's unless it's needed and in some situations i think it's needed and mm -hmm. necessary but majority of life like you can be angry but you don't have to respond to it yeah and i think that's the difference like learning self-control with anger yeah i'm very my anger is is very very rare for me i i and it's been that way for for a long time i've been like this you know, even growing up, like anger was just not, not a, an instinctual reaction in like 90% of my, of my life. And I feel like it's because when, when conflict arises, which is usually where an anger is going to come up is like conflict or opinions, differences, you know, things come up like that. That's usually where anger will surface. It's like, we're, we're disagreeing about something or something bad's happening. and I don't like it. Or I'm not getting something the way I want it. You know, that's a lot of times where anger comes from. And for me, I've always looked at, you know, differences and conflicts and all of those things are problems to be solved. I never just look at them as like, 
emotional battles i've looked at okay it's it's more systematic than it is emotionally based and which is weird to say emotions aren't emotionally based you know like but i think it's i've just never looked at like oh we disagree about you know this this topic and i i'm not gonna argue and fight and yell at you and get angry if you don't agree with me and it's fine you i think you have the right to feel and think however you want and i think i'm right it for myself but I'm not going to get mad at you for not thinking I'm right, you know? And I've just kind of been like that. Like even when people have been mean to me or mm, rude to me, <laughs> there was a, there was a situation that like I, I told Rachel a situation and she got mad for me and she goes, oh, I was pissed. Yeah. And like, uh, she was like, how, how could you let your friends treat you that way? And I, and I was like, honestly, I didn't look at it like they were mistreating me. I looked at it like they were they were doing more harm to themselves and I was just getting gravitated in it. But I didn't think about myself. I thought about they're hurting, they're in a bad spot, something is wrong in their life that they need understanding and patience from me and I want to help them get through it. Not I'm going to get mad at them because they did it in my apartment and they did something that I don't do. And, um, you know, Rachel was like, they took advantage of you. And I was just kind of like, I mean, they did. But your response wasn't to get angry. Yeah, yeah, and it was. I was just like, your response okay. was instantly forgiven. Yeah, I was like, okay, which is good too. I get angry. I forgive. <laughs> I don't act on my anger like I used to. I do don't like. Have you ever keyed someone's car or something? No, <gasps> no. My anger was was all all words. That oh, was yeah. my that was my superpower. I could cut even grown men down in two seconds flat. Like I just was that vile. I just knew where to hit you, where to push the button. And I could just say mean, awful things to you and hurt your feelings. And mm -hmm. I didn't even realize that I did that. Like there was one instance we were playing soccer and we were the girls team playing the guys team. And I'm super, super like, I get really into sports. <laughs> like, I am competitive. No. I am like a level 10 competitive. No. Like zero to a hundred. There's nothing stopping me. I see red. <laughs> Um, you either win or you die trying. Like that's my motto when I get competitive. And so this was just a scrimmage and she said something about her boys and I don't know what I said, but I said something to her and I don't know what it is, but I made her so angry. She literally was chasing me down the field that they like had the coaches had to get in between her and me. And then she went sobbing on the other side. I don't know what I said to her, but I said something to take her off. And I don't know if it was either me or if I just said something because she was kind of being a little bossy to me and I made a comment back to her. And so she probably was asking for whatever I gave her. Yeah. But I have no recollection of like certain moments of when I was angry would say things. I don't remember because I was yeah. literally like blackout. Yeah. Like that was just how instinctive that reaction was. I think the closest thing I have to that is if I feel like I've been scorned. I get, I, I wipe my slate clean of you. Like if, if somebody offends me and hurts my feelings deep enough that it, it's like, oh, she's mad. Hunter's angry. It's not, it's not anger. It's, it's more, it's closer to scorn. And it's like, okay, I am done with you. You don't exist to me anymore. Like you disrespected I, me to the point. I am done. I had, I had three best friends uh, when I was like 14 and we did these robotics competitions together. 
And I, I was you're cool, Hunter. I think you're so cool. Well, anyway, <laughs> thank you. Um, we were 14 doing robotic competitions I together. I was 14 doing robotics. I'm just saying, okay. I just had to hype you up. Well, thank you. I, I love you. Um <laughs> no, but we were we were working on it and all year it was a year-long project because we we'd gotten past regionals and we're headed to state and we went to NASA and did all these other things and and you know traveled for it. Um and I, I remember going on the trip and the whole time I was a team captain. Let's start there. I was a team captain. It was my responsibility. And the teacher told me it's your responsibility. Make sure you're on track. Make sure your presentation's ready. Because part of it is a business presentation of your robot. The other part is the programming. The other part is building it. So everybody needs to have their part. Hunter, you're team captain. You're in charge of the presentation, the words, and everything that you do to the judges. And I said, perfect. I got it. And so the whole trip, you know, we had fun activities planned, but we had downtime at the hotel. And I said, okay, guys, we need to like go over our presentation again. I, you know, we keep fuddling it up whenever we're practicing it. We need to do it until we're all feeling confident and we need to go over it. And they're like, Hunter, like, we just want to go swimming in the pool. And it's like, okay, but we're, we're headed to like to these scientists to present this robot. And you guys keep forgetting what you're supposed to say, or you keep forgetting who's going in which order. And this is really important to me. I want to make sure it's done well. And they just wanted to have fun. And I get it. I get that they just want to have fun, but we were there to do something and I wanted to do it right. And so then after the competition, we didn't, uh, we didn't make it to uh, this. uh, We were at state, but we didn't make it to the top 10 round. So uh, because they messed up their presentation and they didn't want to practice it while we were there. And I was kind of like, okay, whatever. I'm kind of, kind of upset, but it is, we got here, we had fun. We made the big trip. We got to it. And that's what, that's what really mattered to me. I was like, okay, at least we had fun. Right. And so um, I remember like a few weeks later, um, everybody's just hanging out. We were all about to head to lunch. And I noticed the three of them by the laptop, by a computer on the other side of the room. And I like walked over like, hey, what are you guys working on? I leaned down. I saw um, the next year's date and their names. And it said, uh, you know, robotics competition for next year. And it had their three names and another person's name and not mine. And it was like a few weeks after we had just gotten back from NASA together. And they didn't mention it to me. They hadn't brought up, hey, um, we're upset about you know, this and it like, I, I felt everything in my body freeze. And I was just, I was first of all, mortified that I had walked up and I was like, Oh, are you guys working on next year's stuff? And then I looked at the names and realized they were kicking me off the team a year in advance. Like we hadn't even started the new school year yet to even work on it. And they were already working on ideas with somebody else for the next year's robotic stuff. And they hadn't told me and I was a team captain and it was just like mortifying. And I, that was right after that was when I transferred to my other school and um, I saw them next year at a competition and I was, I was getting ready to present. And then afterwards um, they came up and one of them came up and said, I want to talk to you. Like, how are you? How's the new school been? I'm like, I'm great. I'm doing great. I'm top in every field that I'm in right now. She goes, yeah, you know, I'm happy for you. And I said, how did it work out with that other person? She goes, not well. They were really, really bossy and really mean to us. And I said, huh. She goes, and I was like, it's kind of funny that y'all said I was too. Maybe if that keeps happening to y'all, maybe y'all aren't putting in the work. And maybe it's your responsibility. And I got kind of snarky, but I was 15 and I was kind of still scorned. But I was like, I didn't speak to them the rest of the school year. 
I was like, okay, cool. Y'all don't want to be my friend. Y'all don't want me to be on your team. I'm not going to waste my hard work on you. I will give my attention to oh, somebody who cares. There. And I was just wipe my hands clean of them. And I didn't speak to her until that, that day, like almost a year later. There was a situation. See, man, you bring up so many memories. <laughs> um, that just reminds me of a situation in college. I went to Bible college. And we weren't allowed to swear. That was part of our bylaws. If we if we got caught swearing like multiple times, we could get a fine. And mm-hmm. I just was like, go ahead, find me. Like I was at the point where I was like, find me. Like, like suspend me. Do whatever. Like I'm done. Like you let these people disrespect me. But since they didn't cuss me or you don't have any proof that they disrespected and were mean and bullied me, yeah. but me telling them to quit bitching was huge, like Rachel. And yeah. so, like, they said something to me and they, like, we were all friends. We were on the same hall. There's, like, 20 girls in the same hall. You get pretty close with all of them. And I was going down to the end of the hall because I was trying to get away from my roommates and my hall and my suite mates, like, my suite mate and my roommate were best friends mm-hmm. and it was horrible. It was horrible living with them. It was just like two bossy girls and then me getting stuck in the middle of them. And I'm bossy, but I'm more of a quiet, stubborn bossy. Yeah. Like here's my opinion. I'll tell you, but I'm not going to overwhelm you with my opinions and like be the center of attention. That's just not my personality. Yeah. I'm here. I'm big, but I'm not going to be the loudest in the room. If someone's louder than me, I'm not going to compete. And like, Ooh, I don't know what they did, but I'm like, you need to quit your bitching. Like they were, they were doing something to me and they were, they were nagging me and I'm just like, quit your bitching. And they were like, Rachel cussed and it became this big thing. And <laughs> like a couple days later, I get called into my Ari's office with them and I'm in there and my Ari's like, Hey, did you do this? I'm like, maybe I did. <laughs> and, my roommate, and my Ari's like, Rachel, I'm being serious. I'm like, yeah, me too. Like I was just done. I was like, She's like, normally you get in trouble. I go, go ahead, find me. We're not going to find you. I said, we'll do it if you want to. Why are we here? Why are we having this conversation? And she's like, Rachel, I need you to let down your walls. And I'm like, why? You don't listen to me anyways. And like, like I was like, I'm like, that's how you know I'm really, really angry. Yeah. And I just won't talk because if I say something. And you're just middle fingers up. When I say something, I'm going to, I'm going to scream and yell. And like, and so when I'm pissed, pissed. If I'm pissed, pissed, and you see me walk away and like tears in my eyes, let me be for like 20 minutes. Because if you talk to me in that moment, I might say something mean to you and re- we both regret it. And it's just like, just go let Rachel calm down. Rachel needs a minute. Like, I need Rachel a minute. needs a Rachel and, minute. <laughs> but in college, when you're around everyone all the time and it's just on each other and yeah, you're in yeah, the same yeah. hall and, and, and you have these people that are just completely nagging you all the time. And she was just like gaslighting. I experienced gaslighting in college i didn't realize that's what it was but yeah like you know she'd like see it was just like and then it was uh it was so many things like it was i never had good roommates in college if you had good roommates in college in the dorms good for you but i never had that experience um but it just would be there just be little things that she nagged me at all over and over again and so in that situation i got angry all the time because it was like if you're going to accuse me of something like I better be guilty of what you accuse me of or just drop it. And yeah. I was like, I didn't cuss. Like I, I felt like I didn't cuss. Like I just was like, just quit yelling at me. Like you're being the B word right now, but I can't say that. I mean, these roommates were also the ones who, and this didn't make me angry. I don't know what this did. Now looking back, I'm furious when I think about it. 
um, they wrote on like, you know, those little whiteboards that you have on your dorm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, um, yep. We didn't know for our lockers. Uh, yeah. They wrote on there, uh, Rachel wants to kill herself or something like that. I'm not what? kidding. Yeah. Like, so for me to tell a girl to quit bitching and they didn't get in trouble for accusing me of suicide. And then I oh got in trouble gosh. for saying the B word. Um, it was just, I just felt like I was, I was just the victim of Good these grief. things. And in some ways I was like, I got falsely accused of all these things. Yeah. And, um, I just felt like I became villainized for no reason. I was like, I literally just exist and you villainize me for existing. I, and so yeah. like, dude, that my RA and my dorm pastor like pull me out of, of chapel and they're like, Hey Rachel, like, are you okay? Like we have to report this. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. Like I have no idea this is being written on the board. Yeah. And I don't know if they got in trouble for it or whatever, mm. but like, those are things that happen to me in oh like, gosh. and yeah. so for me to tell someone to quit being the B word yeah, and they do mean things like that to me, like, you know, and then I also, I made the girl cry though. I was vindictive, man. If I, could think, <laughs> I put a post on Facebook, like um, for one of the girls, she was mean, she was a bully to me. And so I got petty and I said mm. something really mean and I made her cry. And I was like, uh, this girl, she's never going to find love, blah, 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 blah. The guy she's with is like a piece of crap. I'm like, all these things. <laughs> and I posted it on Facebook and decorated it. Like, like, that's what I'm saying. When I got angry, like, I could tear you down so fast. Yeah. And, and it was an art for me. It just became a part. <laughs> and I mean, I made her cry. I mean, not that she didn't deserve it, but she didn't deserve it in that way. Yeah. Like. You know, and her and that guy are married and they've adopted kids and stuff. I'm like, good for them. But like, like, don't like, you also have to just be careful who you attack because they might come back yeah, and cause issues. And yeah, maybe you weren't expecting it or maybe you thought you were over it. But like anger is one of those things that like, if you're angry or mean to someone, it really can come back and get you. Yeah. And like, I'm paying for things that I did. Like, and I wasn't great in Bible college either. Like I straight up cussed a girl down because she because she came at me with like a bossy tone and I like cut her down and told her to like shut up and like told her where her place was and like and I I lost a friendship because of that so I think everyone has to uh, everyone has to figure out like you know they have to pay for their sins eventually yeah so yeah honestly i i uh i have a few things that trigger me i don't like being called annoying that that really hurts my feelings but but that like to me that's worse than being called like a bitch or any other like curse word like if you call me annoying to me that's like the worst thing you could call me because i feel like you're insulting my character and who i am not just me in the moment or how i'm acting you're insulting my entirety and it like that really digs deep at me, but it's because I used to get bullied and that's what bullies would call mm-hmm. me. Um, but something that just there's certain TV shows I can't watch because it'll make me angry is whenever um, lying and manipulation is happening. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I, I don't know if you probably have never watched Game of Thrones, but Mm-mm. there's um, there's no, a, I've tried. But there's a there's Not a show. <laughs> yeah, there's a scene, though, where um, a very honorable man. Um, finds out the truth about something and tries to make it right and everybody around him betrays him kills all of the people that were helping him in front of him and arrests him 
And then the king is being like the king's like a teenage boy and he's just horrible. He's a horrible person throughout the series. I know what you're yeah. And um, he tells he tells the guy's daughter, he's she's like, you have to make him confess that he was lying. And so the honorable man was trying to do right. He has to lie about mm. about being honest. And he's like, okay, yeah, I was making it up. Just let me go. And he ends up getting killed anyway. Like he gets beheaded in front of the people for trying to do the right thing. But it hit my, it hit my nerve because he was in the right and he was trying to do right. Mm -hmm. He was trying to do the right thing. And everybody around him uh, was lying and manipulating and taking advantage. And it, a lot of people got killed because of it. And it's just like that happens in daily lives where you see people manipulating social groups or situations. It's like, oh, my gosh, like I'm the victim here. I'm the victim here. And and you realize that they're the worst person in the room and they're they're manipulating everybody and they're lying about the things that have happened or like you know people that have like hurt others or like assaulted other people and they lie about it. like no i would never do that i'm an upstanding citizen like that those kind of things make me angry but it's it it's not like it's not who cover up the kid's murder or something like that yeah like that yeah kind of but more less extreme yeah no it's like it's it's the mental manipulation that that gets me mm. mental manipulation really aggravates me which is why i am very careful about who i am friends mm. with and i don't have a lot of friends and i'm not in a lot of big social groups because See, i don't met, like it we met because i used we met at a good time because if you would have met me when i was your age i was still knew how to mentally manipulate people because i learned from my dad how to manipulate people and how to get what you want i learned that if you through a fit and you held out just long enough from your mom, if you could hold out longer than she could tolerate it, then you get what you wanted. Mm -hmm. If you scream the loudest at the mall in order to shut you up, she'd give you what you wanted. If you were just bitchy enough, she would finally just shut down and just let you be who you wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And so, but I learned that from, I learned that at like three or four. Yeah. Who did I learn that from? My dad. I learned that yeah. from the people I was, I was taught that behavior. Yeah. And so if you grow up in an environment like that, you're going to be a product of your environment. Yeah. So I became the kid that learned to manipulate and yeah. I was great at it. Like, I, like I said, it was now I use it as a tool because if you cross me, you don't know what's in my back pocket. Like I don't use anger enough uh, often. And I definitely don't, don't want to use it enough. No, I want to use it very rarely, but if I need to, that side of me comes out and people don't expect it. And I'm just like, now it's more of a defense mechanism than it is mm -hmm. like a shield. It used to be like my shield that you can't come yeah. this close. Now it's just like, it's a protective mechanism now. If like yeah. someone was to cross you or someone came at me and they were really evil, I could come at them and, and they would back off. It's not, yeah. it's not like it used to be where I used it just to cut people down. Yeah. Now it's just like, Hey, don't come at me. And yeah. here's why. Well, I think there's a difference between being defensive, mm -hmm. like in a, in a unrealistic way, like being defensive of something for no reason is one thing. Mm -hmm. um, standing up for yourself is another thing. Yeah. Um, being vengeful is another thing. Yep. Yep. Being spiteful is another thing. Mm -hmm. I think all of these are different and yeah. I can be protective of myself. I can stand up for myself. I have a backbone and mm -hmm. I can absolutely stand up for myself and I will, but there are just not a lot of things on this planet that I care enough about for me, like me yeah. solely that I'm like, Oh, that really offends my character that offends my personality. It's like, 
I don't care enough about you for that to matter. I don't care enough about what you think for that to matter. I don't think, and I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't think that we, as human beings, should be getting mad at, like, things because we're indifferent to each other. Like, mm-hmm. that's stupid. The yeah. things you're getting angry about, if someone comes and they attack your character, yeah, they come and, I'm talking about, like, angry situations. Someone comes in and they, yeah, they completely belittle your character. They completely belittle people you're around and things like that. That's where I think anger is justified. Mm-hmm. Or if someone comes in and murders someone in front of you or attacks you or things like that, yeah. um, you know, those are reasons to be angry. But if I have a disagreement of beliefs, then you, then we don't have to talk ever again. I can cut you out of my life. That's fine. But anger or saying really mean hateful things because you disagree is immature in my opinion. Yeah. It's like, it's like just quit being so silly and mm-hmm. so sensitive. Like just, you want to talk about it let's talk about it if you just want to have your way then we can end this conversation because i'm never going to agree with you and we can just stop now but if you're not in control of your emotions yeah and those triggers those things are going to trigger you and yeah. set you off and then you're going to say something that yeah. you regret yeah anger is probably the last emotion that comes out of my yeah. my entity like it's it's far and few between hunter seen my anger but not the one that <laughs> <laughs> she's scared of now <laughs> no i i i drew well that's the thing too i i don't fear anybody mm-hmm. there's nobody on this planet that i am scared of you know i'm joking no 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 i know but i'm that's what i'm saying i'm not scared of anybody nobody i i'm not in love with anybody so there's my nephews are the closest people that i have to being in love but other than that there's there's not a lot of people that are in my heart that they can truly wound or hurt me and I think maybe that's why my emotions don't get to the point of extremities yeah. because there's not a lot of depth in my heart for many people. So many, no, it's good. yeah. So, and it might be kind of bad that I guard my heart so heavily, but at the same time, I, I don't, don't get hurt. Bad. You guard your heart for reasons. Yeah. But yeah, anger, anger has its own stories and its own beast. Yeah, we have to have like part twos and threes. <laughs> anger stories. Since I'm the angry one in this game. <laughs> now Rachel's going to hurt me. No, I'm just kidding. We've got five seconds left, guys. I love you. I'm Hunter. And I'm Rachel. Bye. Bye.